This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today we have the incredibly talented Rudy. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for the great introduction. Nice to meet you guys. Absolutely. No, I was just saying, like, I'm super pumped for this podcast because we're like a reality television, but also, you know, musician and country music and really right. kind of any kind of musician. And you've, you're both. So, like, I'm excited to, to talk to you and kind of get some, some insights and kind of what you're doing lately. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, you've obviously had a pretty, pretty crazy 2020. Like, it's wild to think that Listen to Your Heart was this year. I literally think about it and I'm like, that didn't happen. Like, right. that, that literally was just not, that was a dream. It literally feels like a dream. It's and so, then that's so, over and I'm like, wait, I was on a reality television show, like, six months ago. What is my yeah, life? Like, it just said like six months. With COVID being a thing, I never really, like, got to, it was just like, I watched it with my family. So, I didn't really see it as, like, something that, you know, all the country was watching. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, it was just like. I was just in my little bubble and then like on Instagram that was like kind of the only way for me to like feel like it was real because I was like oh people are there's other people other than like my family watching this yep. <laughs> um, but yeah it was a crazy thing crazy so thing. when did you guys actually film that because I was trying to put together the like timeline because it started basically like during quarantine right like the first episode was like in quarantine yeah uh we started filming in at the end of January um okay. Okay. And, and obviously like we, like, you know, like we don't have any, <laughs> yeah, we're no, not, no contact. World. So then once I left, which was at the very end, I remember my mom being like, careful, there's this new thing going around. It's called coronavirus. And I was like, what? And, and Kobe Bryant passed away while we were there. I had no idea. Ooh. And I was like, wait, what is going on? What is that? Like, I just got out of this bubble and like, all these things are like, I was and I was already so like messed up in the head because I was just like coming off this crazy thing and then the you know my mom's just telling me all these things and I'm like what the hell is going on like this is so wow I can't believe they didn't tell you anything because I I've heard like in the past I think it was somebody's season when the Vegas shooting happened I heard they sat everybody down and told them about the Vegas shooting so I'm surprised they didn't tell you about Kobe or the coronavirus like you guys yeah yeah Yeah, like there's a fucking deadly pandemic out and they're not telling you guys yeah no they're just like oh it's okay they'll find out when they get out of here so (laughs) that's crazy wow um so before we get into listen to your heart though I want to talk to you about like have you always kind of like you know growing up and everything did you always want to be a musician was that like something you were always passionate about like what did that look like yeah um I grew up actually acting um when I was younger and there wasn't I'm from San Antonio Texas so there was not much to do out there there was a couple little acting agencies that I was a part of but I always wanted to like I saw some little girl singing and I asked my mom like I want to be on stage doing that so um from a very young age literally like two years old she found like any little place that she could find to have me like sing on stage she was like oh my two-year-old daughter's not gonna like memorize the whole Shania Twain song I memorized the whole Shania Twain song <laughs> at two years old and the rest is history um, so yeah literally it's been my life I still love acting but music kind of just took over once I started getting opportunities for that so. yeah so do you remember your first performance 
at two years old. Oh, oh my gosh, no, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't believe my mom. And she's like, no, there's video somewhere. I promise you, you did the whole, my dad, um, oh no, there's not a video of it because my dad literally was like, she's not going to do it. This is embarrassing. Like I'm going to have my two year old. No faith. Yeah. She's like, she's going to start crying. And like, he literally didn't even have the camera ready because he was prepared for me to start like bawling my eyes out. And so he was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't record it. So actually there's no, there's no proof. Oh, um, man. But apparently I killed it. So <laughs> we're on the street. That's great. Do you remember yeah. your, like, what is the first like real performance? Do you remember? Like, do you remember how old okay, you were? My first performance was I sang a Britney Spears song and I was six. I sang stronger by Britney Spears and I had like a whole dance thing choreographed to it. And I was six and I remember it cause I won the competition. I was going up against like 13 year olds and I was six oh. years old and I, and I won. So and I, I, that was my first thing. And then I sang like Aaron Carter, just like the dumbest songs in the world. <laughs> 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 yeah. Those That's are like great. the first two that I remember from like a very early age. And those, all those songs are now in Blake's uh, set list when he did. Yeah, yeah, you should just yeah. put on my sets. Yeah, it's basically, yeah. Yeah. I, should put an Aaron, I should put an Aaron Carter song in my set. You would go wild for that. I think I think that's a great idea. <laughs> That'd be great, actually. Um, so, where are you living now? Um, I'm in LA. So okay. I've been I've I've lived in LA for four years, like off and on. Um, a couple years, I was signed to a terrible uh, independent label for a very long time. Um, so I moved out here four years ago, but I did nothing because I was. They wanted me to be like some like pop like bubblegum princess, mm. and like that's just like. So I wound up living out here, literally doing nothing. Um, and then I moved back home. I was literally going to stop doing music because I was so just like worn out. I had been doing it literally since I was two years old. And I was like, if it's not happening right now, I'm 22. Like, I'm so old. Like, <laughs> I'm done. So I went back home and I told my mom, like, my parents own a body shop. I was like, I'm going to become a mechanic. Like, give me some tools. I'm <laughs> That's done. great. Like, That's like, awesome. So my mom was like, did you hear yourself? Like, what the hell are you like? No. Like, and so I woke up one day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go give it one more try. Moved back to LA and was like probably two months after I moved back to LA, I got the call for listen to your heart. And I was like, cool. Like, wow. I'm that's pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like most, cause we've, we've talked to quite a few musicians. I feel like every musician gets that point where they're like, you know what? The hell with this. Like I'm out, like I've tried, I've done my best, but then all of a sudden they either come back and they get that big break, you know? Right, and right. I would say, do you think probably listen to your heart do you think kind of that call was kind of like okay like I'm back into this and like kind of yeah I think I mean I didn't realize I had no idea what I was getting myself into so it was like I gave when I moved back I told myself I was going to give myself a year to make something happen whether it be a little step or something you know like the tv show like whatever I was going to give myself one year and if nothing happened then I would become a mechanic <laughs> gotcha so I uh, but yeah no definitely the way it wound up playing out for me definitely um it, it wound up being that that thing for me that kept me out here and now I'm you know yeah. more motivated to keep going and yeah uh, yeah that's really cool so you kind of talked about how that you were in that independent label and they wanted you to be somebody you're not like what would you like what's your musical influence like if somebody asked you what kind of music you play like what would you say um pop R&B I okay. I grew up listening to Christina Aguilera she was my bitch and that's <laughs> who taught me like People are like, oh, how do you do like your little runs? Or how do you do? I'm like, I just studied Christina Aguilera for since I was like seven years old. I just listened to her album over and over and over. And I just wanted to be like her. I also love that she could dance. I love that she could perform. I love like she wasn't just a good singer. She was like an all around, you know, good performer. And that is something that I've taken with me. And 
now I like more R&B artists like Janae, Go, Kiana Lede, um, but I also still like to dance. So that's where the pop kind of influences mm. come in. So yeah, okay. pop R&B. You said they reached out to you for the show. Is that right? They actually contacted yeah. you? So yeah. nobody applied you? You didn't apply? Nobody? None of them? No. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder where they found you. I guess maybe they just knew you were in LA somewhere. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. So I'm super interested in this because obviously it's, it's very different than the bachelorette or bachelor or whatever, like as far as like the process, how long um, was your like, I guess like auditioning process? If you will. Well, I think I was like one of the last people that they found because everyone on the show, I remember like talking and be like, Oh, when were you cast? When were you cast? And everyone was kind of like, Oh, back in, you know, four months ago or like they had not they weren't cast but they were auditioning for like months and I got a call in December or something like right before January and I went in auditioned they called me that day the same day and they're like if you you know want to be a part of it let's have you and I was like oh that was easy same day yeah. Wow. Whoa! You must have you, you blew them away, Rudy. You blew them away. So All the craziest stories ever. Like I literally, I walked out of there and I'm like, uh, I don't know what they're looking for, but I sound insane. So uh, they left it. Shocker. So when you say audition, did you literally go up in front of them and just sing? You know, like what, what was that like? Or did they ask you a bunch of questions? Or was it literally just based on like musical talent? Yeah, they asked me a bunch of questions, you know, about relationships and getting to know, they just were getting to know me. And then they're like, cool, if you want to sing something, uh, that'd be great. And then I sang, I sang Bang Bang by Jesse J and Ariana Grande. Mm. Wow, it's so weird I that, that I remember. That I haven't heard that song uh, in forever. But yeah, I sang, I sang like, literally, it felt like I just sang Bang Bang into the world. Like, and then they're like, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, okay, bye. Like I either got that or I didn't. So, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I'm, that's crazy. It was the same day. Cause my, my process was a lot like all the other people in this to your heart. Mine was a six month auditioning process. Like I went, yeah, mine took forever. Yeah. That's yeah. Insane. October to March. Uh-huh. So I was in the process for a really long time. Well, I was doing another auditioning for another show. Um, do you remember the show making the band? Oh, oh, I yeah. do, yeah. Okay, that so was MTV, I got a call right? to, to do that. What's that? That was MTV, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a call to, to audition for that, and that I had been auditioning for like eight months, just back and forth, sending videos of me singing, dancing, singing, dancing, like for eight months. So then by the time I got called for Listen to Your Heart, I told them about it, and they're like, please don't sign it, please don't sign it, like we're going to blah, blah, blah. But I'm so glad mm-hmm. I wanted to play with that one because it, uh, COVID happened and they didn't even wind up filming so I was like oh my gosh I would have been so upset with myself if I had gone with the other one and like it's now not even a thing so yeah I was saying I was just gonna say I don't remember seeing it so it must not have happened yeah (laughs) I don't even remember hearing about it yeah Ah, well yeah good decision shoot (laughs) great decision (laughs) um so I love the thing so I watched all listen to your heart and the thing I love the most it seemed like you guys were all for basically a competition show like at the end of the day i mean it's you know you want to find somebody would be great but it's kind of is a competition show like you guys all seem pretty friendly for the most part honestly i was so worried about it because i've i've like watched a couple i think the season that you were on was like one of the first ones that i watched Mm -hmm. um and you see how people are you know it's just like Mm -hmm. patty especially the women you know it's just like and i'm growing up not had the best experiences with girls so i was so scared i was more nervous about meeting the girls and um honestly like i had a couple issues with a couple of them but i'm the type of person like i would just confront them and tell them and i just like be okay with it Mm -hmm. um everyone was like super cool and it was 
weirdest thing because I was like, it's going to be a competition, right? It is a competition. And I was expecting for there to be so much tension. And I mean, I know there were for a couple other people, but for me, I was like, I'm cool with everyone. And, you know, it was just, and everyone was cool with me. So, yeah, it It seemed that way. And yeah. I completely agree. I think that there's one thing I've realized, like being in this this world, is is like women are mean. Like women can be so brutal and just savages. It's unbelievable to me sometimes. It's terrible. And yeah. I got very lucky. Like I said, there was a couple, a couple. Right, of course. I was like, oh, but they're fine. Once I confronted them, they were we were cool. So yeah. And it, what I, what it really what I was what I saw anyway. It seemed like you know when you guys were all um, like actually performing and stuff. Like everybody was like holding each other up and like rooting each other on. And that was really yeah. cool to see, it seemed like. Yeah. No, it really, it, t- I've been competing my whole entire life and it's never like that. Like literally like oh, yeah. ever, ever. I've, I've never been to a competition where people were like, Oh yeah. Like, I mean, it should be that way, but everyone was so sweet and so just nice to each other and just literally lifted everyone up. And it was just mm-hmm. like kind of weird. I was like, this is not normal, but I'll take <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah. No, it seemed like it was a pretty cool culture, I guess I would say, like a cool yeah. culture throughout. Uh, how long was filming total? Because you did make it from beginning to end. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a month and a half. Okay. About six weeks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So actually longer than Paradise. So. Interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. Because Paradise is roughly 28, 30 days, something like that. If you make it, it to the very, like very end. It was, mm-hmm. it was okay. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I was watching, I remember watching and I actually watched, I did some recaps on my Instagram. I, remember, I went back and watched some of them today just to get an idea. I remember always wondering like when it came to the songs, did you guys have any say in like what song for you? No, really? No, no. Wow. like, oh my God. Wow. I, the first one me and Matt got, never heard it in my life. Never heard <laughs> it. And I'm like, yo, we're about to do this tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow and we don't I've never heard the damn song in my whole entire life and I was literally shitting myself the day that like the performance day I was like I forgot when we got on stage all the words left my brain I'm not even kidding you. it left my freaking brain and I was mentally prepared to write a whole song right on stage and I was like I'm gonna mess this up for like I started off and I'm gonna screw it up for Matt he's gonna freaking kill me and (laughs) for some reason as soon as he started playing guitar like they all came back so yeah to answer your question we had no say uh they picked for us and luckily the last two songs like love Tennessee whiskey uh new shallow love shallow and we got a break but that first song oh my gosh i was yeah. up all night just right i was uh, taking a shower and i was writing in the shower the lyrics <laughs> i'm like i'm writing the lyrics i don't fucking know them yeah They're that's so-, so crazy i just i that's thought maybe wild. they yeah i thought maybe they tried to play to your guys's like strengths you know and they'd pick songs that maybe you knew or songs that maybe you know yeah like you they knew like right. your voice would fit i mean but it was pretty much just like random it was just wow yeah. that's pretty crazy yeah that is wild. And then you also made a good point. Like, I bet it was so, first of all, it's stressful and there's high pressure just to begin with and singing. But then you have somebody up there who is also depending on you. Like, that's got to be a lot. No, you know? I've never, that's something I've never done before. Yeah. So I was like, Matt knew how nervous I was for that first one. And I, I remember like apologizing to him. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, please know the words for me because I, I literally don't, I, I didn't know the words the first 10 minutes before going on stage. I kept forgetting them. And then he kept forgetting them and I was messing him up and I felt so <laughs> bad. And um, yeah, it was just, I just didn't want to let him down, you know, like mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I messed up. That's on me. Like if it's one person, that's on me. I don't want to make him look bad. You know what I mean? So it, but that was just stressing out even more. Cause I was like, Oh my God, this is mm-hmm. 
terrifying. That's how I, I would be freaking out because it's same, same as you. Like, I don't care if I mess up, but like if I mess up and then it brag drags him down, I'd be like, right. oh, it would be really hard. Yeah. Right. That would kill me. Yeah. So are you still friends with a lot of people from the show? Like, how does that look? Do you guys still talk here? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with Matt. I'm mm-hmm. friends with Julia. I'm friends with uh, Jamie and Ryan. Like those. Oh, okay. Those people are I'm um, pretty cool with. So yeah. So let's get into Moody, if you will. <laughs> so, um, did you guys? I, I remember watching it, and you guys had a pretty like. I feel like it was an early connection, but then like it took a while to really get going. Like, what was those first couple days like for you? You know, because I, I know I know being in that environment, like the first couple of days, was just like, what is happening? What do I do? I don't know what I'm right. doing. You know. Right. So how was that for you? For me, it was like. When, when I met Matt, it was kind of like an instant thing and it was just comfortable. Um, and I know he felt the same way, but I think he was just so, he was more so like, what the hell am I doing? Um, so yeah, I, I felt good about it, but I think he was just so stressed out the whole entire time. And like, as time went on, I was just like, okay, the more that you're stressing out, the more it's stressing me out. And like, yeah. we would try and get close to each other. And then he like would he tried to leave like 10 times. He was like, I can't do this. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, hurry up and make up your mind so that I could talk to someone else because I'm putting all my eggs in your basket. And um, yeah, it was kind of, it was definitely, but also he was the only guy that I was into. Like the mm. only guy that I was like, I tried to be into Ryan, but I was like, then we had that fucking awkward fucking kiss. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and I, so I tried, but I literally was like, if he's not going to be here, then I have no point in, in being here. Cause I, I really didn't like anyone else. Um, so yeah, we stuck it out as he stuck it out as long as he could, I guess. Um, <laughs> and that was that. Yeah. Um, by the way, I just remember, like, you mentioned Shallow. I remember your rendition of Shallow. Like, wow, you, that was so good. I oh. remember that. It was so good. I remember watching being like, damn, this thing. This thing. But you guys are still friends. You and Matt are still friends? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a roller coaster. Um, mm-hmm. You guys had that, like, reunion thing, like, six months later, right? Yeah, because I was in Texas for the longest time. Then I came back out here and we met up and I don't know, it's just weird because it's like, you know, when you really like someone and then you see them again, like we still, there's still chemistry there. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to be with that when that's like not really gone. So we hung out and I was like, I don't, this is still hard for me because I didn't see him for that long and then we see each other and then it's still there and I'm like yeah it comes back comes flooding back yeah, if you yeah. and I'm like I need a little more time he's like bitch it's been six months get over me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's but we're so cool he's actually in Connecticut right now for the holidays um and I'm thinking about go taking a trip up there and um doing some more music with him so we'll have you guys thought about because you guys haven't actually written a song together right we actually have. You have? <laughs> Breaking yeah. news. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, we have. And it's, it's, it has a little country twang, actually. Mm. I, I think you guys will actually like it. But um, it's so hard. He lives with, like, a few of his bandmates. And with COVID, like, I have some people in my life that are, like, super high risk. And I, it's just mm. been really hard to get together. Like, we were going to go film Tennessee whiskey. And then he called and he was like, my drummer has COVID. I might have COVID. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So it's like, honestly, if it wasn't for the shit that's going on right now, we would have so much out there, but it's, it's yeah. just been so tough, but it, we have written a song together and we do one day plan on recording it and, and putting oh, it out there. 
Awesome. Can't I'm excited wait. for that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be really cool. I'll have to keep an eye out for that for sure. Um, when it comes to your songwriting, like where do you get your influence or your passion to songwrite? Like, is it from stuff around you? Like, how does that work for you? What is your Honestly, process like? It's everything. I like saw a guy's shirt a week ago and it said something cool. And I was like, can you take a picture of that? And I literally like took a picture, wrote it in my notes. Like I'll watch a t- TV show or a movie and like anything inspires me, but I write the best when I'm pissed off or like, mm. broken, um, which is all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's honestly, I get inspiration from everywhere, but I write the best when I'm in a shitty place. Unfortunately. Yeah. So I don't write I've, when I'm happy. I'm like, how do you, when I'm happy, I just want to be happy. I don't want to write when I'm mad. What else am I going to do? I'm going to write about how I'm feeling, you know? So Totally. Well, and I feel like writing a song can be therapeutic. So if you're going through something, if you're angry, sad, whatever, like writing will kind of help you get through it. So I feel like you're definitely not alone in that sense. I think we've talked to a lot of musicians who are like, I'm pissed right now. My, this yeah. album is going to yeah. be fire. You know? yeah, that's basically what Carly Pierce did. And Michael Ray. They yeah, both Michael were like, all, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've been single for so long. It feels like, and I'm like, I just need like another guy to come around and just break my heart all over. <laughs> great music. It like, sucks, but I'm down, you know? It's totally. I feel that's like some Taylor Swift or Selena Gomez stuff, you know, like yeah. you, when they get broken up, you were like, oh yes, like yeah. this album is going to be so or like the, the guy who inspired Adele. Oh yeah. Exactly. yeah. Look at her. Oh my yeah, God. Right. Yeah. She's killing it. So do you have anything in the works right now as far as like, you know, kind of, I know it's obviously like you said, it's hard with COVID and everything, right. but you got some things kind of in, you know, future plans. Yes. I am releasing an EP in mid 2021, which is okay. what I've been working on. I, I don't, like to say much because I, I want to say it when it's like the right time. Right. But now I have like five songs that I have worked on for the last six months, not just five songs. I've worked on I've right. hundreds of songs, but I've picked now five songs that I think are really, really fucking good. And um, I'm actually doing a music video for one on Sunday. Um, and I'm releasing exciting. that before the end of the year um just to you know i feel like it's been a minute since i've released a song and um i just want to put something out there and i'm really excited about it so yeah, yeah. Some, some things in in the works that have been i'm like i feel like people think i'm not working but i swear i am i swear <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like a lot because we've you know we've talked about this but i feel like a lot 2020 like everybody's been everybody's pissed off and upset and alone yeah. and so i think uh, music i can't wait for 2021 music because i think everybody's gonna come come out with some mm-hmm. bangers you know so yeah we'll be looking we'll be looking for yours um speaking of your stupid boy song uh, did that what did what did Matt have say, you know, when that kind of came? Was that written about him kind of or the yeah, at least 100%. like I, was, I, was, <laughs> I love it? Was like during around the time when he was like, You're very courageous for fucking speaking, whatever the fuck he said. And I was like, <laughs> Ew, I fucking hate you. So I called my girlfriend was like, dude, he's so stupid. And she was like, Well, let's write a song about it. And so I was like, all right, whatever. And I was like, we're calling you fucking stupid boy. I don't give a fuck. And I, <laughs> and then as so I wrote, I wrote the first part of it and, and I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to do anything with it, but then he pissed me off again. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so then I, I finished it. the song and I, we were like kind of talking and I was like, just by the way, like, I'm just letting you know, because I don't want you to be blindsided, but I wrote the song. It's called stupid boy. It is about you. Everyone's going to know it's about you. I'm releasing it, whether you like it or not, but just let me know. He's like, wait, what? And I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm fine. Um, and then <laughs> he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, dude, I get messages every minute of the day being like, eh, nah, nah. I'm like, well, that's, cool. that's, cool. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> You're welcome. 
yeah. That's cool. But he wasn't like, you know, angry or anything. I mean, I listened to it and everything. It wasn't like, you know, like, fuck Matt. Like, it wasn't <laughs> like that, you know? Like, I yeah. listened. I was like, oh, this is good, you know? I mean, I, yeah. yeah, there was like some no, quotes in there. He, I was wasn't, like, he, he was like, kind of annoyed. Like, when I said I was going to release it, I showed him a little bit of it. He's like, you're kidding. And I was like, no. <laughs> Um, a little annoyed at first, but then once it came out, he's like, honestly, it's a good song. Yeah. It's whatever. So. No, it is really, it is a really good song. It's funny because you just mentioned how he was getting like a bunch of DMs about you and I'm sure you got some about him. What is it like for you to be in Bastion Nation all of a sudden? You know, like, is it, is it pretty crazy for you? Like kind of, yeah. how, how did that work? It's weird just cause like, I, I don't know. I just never pictured myself to be in it. Like I said, I started watching a few seasons ago and like, I love the show. Like I mm-hmm. literally love the show and watch Bachelor in Paradise and now being, it just, I, again, it's something that I'm like, ah, oh, this isn't really real. Like it's, and also with quarantine and like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't, it hasn't really hit me even though it's been like seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's really cool. Everyone's so sweet. And I've talked to so many people in Bachelor Nation that have just been so supportive. And Tasha actually messaged me um, on the show oh, and, cool. and she was so, so sweet. Like just so, and everyone, everyone that mm-hmm. messaged me was just so nice. And it's, it is very cool to be a part of something that I love. Yeah. So much, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a weird little family for sure. It's definitely a weird <laughs> little family. Yeah. I feel bad for like you guys, um, you know, some of Peter's girls, cause you didn't really get the normal experience, you know, COVID yeah. hits, you guys didn't get it. You didn't get to go out and do some gigs. You didn't, you know, right. cause I'm sure you would have been booked like crazy, you know? So, um, it, it is, it does, it is unfortunate that yeah. you really didn't get the full experience. Hopefully this all opens up again and, and maybe you get, can get out there and everything. Um, yeah. would you do another show is the question because I know that I'm sure they'd be interested, you know, paradise maybe. Cause I know they're yeah, going to talk to listen to your gonna cross mix that yeah, yeah i'm not sure and... they would but i mean i'm so single and so lonely and so <laughs> you know um so yeah and there's a lot of hot guys on that show i would do it was a good experience for me like i know some people it it, it wasn't and like no it didn't turn out exactly i didn't get the guy but like i really enjoyed myself on it and um you know, people like me for being, I was literally myself and people took to that. And, you know, I, I would definitely do mm-hmm. it. Why not? I was going to say like, just this last half hour we've been chatting, like, I feel like you're just a hundred percent authentically you all the time, which is awesome. Yeah. I it's, just try. it's like, I, I feel like growing up, I had tried so hard to be something I wasn't and just to be accepted all the time. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? People are going to not like you no matter how you are. So might as well just be the crazy bitch that I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be a hit in paradise. I think you should do it. If they ask you, I think you should do it. This weird, this paradise is going to be so hard. Cause it's, I totally forgot. So it's, it could be listen to your heart. People, Peter's season, Matt season, Claritasia's season. And like it's, and then another bachelorette, I guess. No. Technically. Holy yeah, cow. So I, I feel like I know, they could, they could do listen to your heart, but they could also, they have plenty of other people that like, you know, they can mm-hmm. do. So. I feel like you definitely would have been on this year. You still might be, you know, maybe mates still ask you, but this year, you know, in June, it would have probably for sure. Cause there'd only been, you know, two seasons, like a normal. Right. So, yeah. You know, we'll see. So have you been watching Tasha's season? I have. There's so many cute guys. On there. <laughs> I was just going to ask, who is your <laughs> final four? Um, uh, hmm. I like honestly so many of them. I yeah, it's a good group of guys. That I they are so they seem so so sweet. Um, I could probably name the ones that I wouldn't wouldn't like more than that. <laughs> I don't think I would go for Ben, even though he seems so sweet. Um, 
I didn't watch the last episode though because I've been traveling, so I don't know who's gone. What a Is ton happened. There? Actually, was there? There wasn't even a rose. Oh no, who got? Oh, uh, what's yeah, his name? Someone, got sent home. Yeah, Easy. Someone. Oh, you just ruined. You just spoiled. It's it. fine. Spoiler. No, it's Only fine. one person. There was no rose ceremony. Yeah. So. Uh, no. To be continued. To TBD. They literally in the middle of the two on one. They they waited. Okay. Yeah. TBD. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Who who would you pick? Uh, Noah or Bennett? They're on oh. the two on one. Um, I Noah. <laughs> Noah. Yeah. Okay. But Noah. I also like the first time he stepped out of limo with his mustache. I was like. Mm, yummy i love him so <laughs> oh your mustache oh blake you should have kept I your mustache mine. <laughs> I, when you had yours i was gonna like slide up but i was like mm, no but you should have kept it uh, I he'll have it on for paradise for you dean was in paradise with and the I, I literally was just talking about i'm like Dean, I know Kaylin got him, but like, I just, I'm a mustache. So weird, but I love a good mustache. It's funny though, because women who love mustaches are very passionate about mustaches. So there's like no in between. It's either you love it or you hate it. It's kind of So I literally, when Noah shaved it off, I messaged him and I was like, yo, you should have kept the mustache. He's like, I know. know." You would have loved my quarantine one then. Yeah. I had a real aggressive quarantine one. guys, why are you taking them off? (laughs) mine was not good though like mine was i couldn't grow anything right here it was pretty rough it was a pretty rough i can't grow yeah it was really there's not even such a thing as a patchy mustache but somehow i had a patchy mustache like his face doesn't grow yeah this whole thing right here it's brutal wait really yeah Mm -hmm. i look you should see when i had a full beard in quarantine i looked amish because it was just like right here it was brutal you just had these big patches yeah it was brutal. nothing here <laughs> i tried i tried my best but, so all the guys listening um rudy likes mustaches so grow a mustache uh maybe noah will be down in paradise for you grow that mustache out i love that yeah so um what was the date you, you're thinking like mid 2021 the the ap is going to come out yeah you say I'm may my my birthday is may 24th i'm thinking around i'll be there you go okay so we'll tell everybody everybody listening be sure to put that on your calendar she's coming out with an ep uh, May 24th, roughly. Uh, where else can people find you and what can they keep an eye out for you? Um, honestly, I'm my Instagram. It's just Rudy. Uh, all my links are on there, like my Spotify, mm-hmm. but I'm on there the most. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And um, you're uh, obviously on Spotify and all those kind of streaming. So everybody go yeah. check it. It's just Rudy, right? It's just under Rudy. Yeah, just Rudy awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. So your Instagram is just Rudy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Because I feel like I can't believe there's nobody else out there who has like Rudy. No. Just, it's, yeah, honestly, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's just Rudy, it's, right? Yeah. Just right. Rudy. I like that. Yeah. No, that's cool. Rudy was taken by some like 90-year-old man in Germany, so I had to do it's just Rudy. But. That's cool. No, I my, mine Blake Horseman is literally taken. And I was like, son of a so I did the blocky thing, which ended up pretty cool. So people like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, awesome, Rudy. I appreciate you coming on. That was a lot of fun. Um, I hope you are on another show. I hope we get to see you on television again at some point. And uh, yeah, hopefully the EB breaks open for you and you can, hopefully COVID's over and then you can travel and do all kind of gigs. And if you're ever in Denver, you let us know. It'd be really fun. I, yeah. you guys know I love it over there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, yeah, again, appreciate you. you coming on. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'll talk to you Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.